so we're good to go. So, okay, ready in three, two, one. Okay, that's all. That's all I got. No, nothing fancy. So, hey. Nope, I can't. Yeah, that's the value of that's why I'm plugged into a microphone myself. So I guess now we're officially re-recording back into the Descendants to Illumination. So hi everybody, what's up? This is Nathaniel. It is currently March 6th at like 7 a.m. Um, 2022. So it's almost been a full three years since the last episode that drops. Um, I'm lucky enough to be joined here with um, a really, really, really talented and amazing individual that I'm really excited to be sharing this space with and co-creating um, the space with, um, Brandon Woods. So how you doing, Brandon? Man, I'm great. And um, you really oversold that intro, So, but I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, just to, to, with the new, to go with the whole new show that we have, it's 8 o'clock. Where I'm at mm-hmm. um, as well. Valid, so. <laughs> but it's great to be here. Um, equally as talented of an individual, um, with as um, insightful, profound, um, man, dude, as expansive of a mind that I've ever had the opportunity to come a- come across. You know, so Nathaniel, I appreciate the good vibes you're throwing my way, man. But if I'm, hey, man, I'm glad to be here. There's a reason our spirits connected for this and and i'm excited to see where we take it no i think one of the the thing that's really exciting for me is so um you know obviously since i haven't dropped an episode since 2019 quick life update i'm currently in now my final semester uh or not my final semester my final year of graduate school but i'm doing my my thesis class right now so i'm writing my big basically my my graduate paper right okay and it's a program evaluation. And I'm doing it as a program evaluation between the Center of Mindfulness at ASU, Mindfulness, Compassion, and Resiliency. And I'm doing it between the Arizona Music Fest, which is um, basically a, a, a local Arizona group that just puts on music events and concerts and workshops and stuff like that. And they partner together to do a mindful listening um, experience to kind of try and understand what is a skilled listener and what that means. And um, so I'm doing this program evaluation and, and I went every day for a month to the, this the, their inaugural event, um, Music Fest Mindfulness. And um, it was all about the shared created space that they created. And that really, I think, is one of the reasons why I got finally the creative energy and the desire to come back and re- restart recording again and making an effort and um, reaching out to Jared again too who is another person I've done podcasts with in the past uh, he has his A Cup of Tea podcast and I want to plug that real quick and give him some credit he's a very talented individual and hope to record with him again soon A Cup of Tea? Yeah said? yeah okay. hey God, I can, I'll send you I'll send it to you in the chat actually here on Spotify um, or wherever I can find his podcast because um, you can find it everywhere but he's, he's really creative and essential too you don't um, boycott Spotify? I, I actually <laughs> I went to Tidal. I did go to Tidal because that's just because my stepdad, I share a program I'm playing with him. And uh, he's just like, you know what? You know, we're just going to, I just want to give more money to the music. Um, sure. The yeah. So oh, yeah. Went, so there. It's a different platform, better way to listen to albums, in my opinion. But, you know, every platform's huh. got its own unique little thing, though. I um, honestly have never ventured over to Tidal. I think it might have been the price. And that was back when I was I wasn't 
I was, you know what, let me put it, I was too uppity, I guess, to pay for a music subscription (laughs) back then, so, but I've never, I've never been tricky title at all. The only reason why I have any music subscription is because I am in a family account. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's why we have the Apple Music one. Yeah, no, I was someone who was on, uh, on, uh, YouTube and just whatever random, um, um, serviceware that I could just listen to my music on first sure. you know, before I got into subscription. This is a very recent development in my life it was being, is having a, a subscription music service. So, And it's nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you get what you pay for. I like music, you know? It's, Absolutely. Uh, anytime I'm in my car, I'm bumping or when I'm just grinding away at some random work. Absolutely. Hey, I wanted to go back real quick just because I'm a curious dude. Yeah. Uh, with the music festival, what is it all kind of genres of music or is it a particular so far there's only been one piece that wasn't a kind of an instrumental at least in this in the in the creative space that i went to right okay it was all about being a creative space and like just listening and coming into and listening to this music with a beginner's mindset um and that co uh co-inhabited and co-created learning ecology um and that's what's got that that's what made me really want to come back and start creating the descent again and recording again was that desire to go back to that learning ecology and that uh, co-inhabit created space and i can't do that by myself so that's why i'm really happy to have hey man i hear you i'm glad to be here um but as far as the music for it they now the easy music effect does does all kind of music they do what like they do workshops about it being like a skilled like what are the actual techniques and skills they're going into this music What what does the um, composer wants you to hear, listen to, and then it has stuff like this, which is just listen to it like a beginner, meditate to it basically, and then and then there's like concerts, like pianists, jazz, all these different kind of events. So they're they're actually a really cool local organization to the Phoenix Valley here, um, where it's uh, uh, where they're able to um, really just put out cultural events, you know. Just a very cool local work. You know, I'm sure you guys have a similar local program where there's something that's just putting out local music, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we have a couple of things here locally. Well, actually, we just moved 40 miles from where we used to live, south mm-hmm. of Chicago. Um, it's more of a small town, rural community, which has been an experience. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Uh, it's been fun, it's been great, but it's different. So I haven't, we'll see what comes about this summer, but. There's definitely a local music fest with, gosh, all sorts of, you know, genres and, and, and different cultures coming together, you know, and, but I don't know if there's that, well, to where we're, you're really breaking it down to almost the science of the art of music, you know, and I think that would be a cool experience for people to, 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 to you know, dive into, I guess. Yeah, you know, obviously it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's a cool thing to be able to have experience and go to. And, you know, um, you know, my, my, my opinions on it are just, you know, my opinions on it. Right. And my my views are just mine and just my observations of it. Right. But it is a cool experience to say the least. And it's a, it's a different way to, you know, it just brings that, that mindfulness to everyday life, which is so important in living, you know, especially in the insanity that is early March, 2022. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think then is, you know, been some of the biggest changes in your life in the past? Man, now, th- almost three years. Yeah. Since since August 2019, um, I've, I've switched careers mm-hmm. um, twice. I think since then I've spent most of my 
um, work experience in retail, retail management. Um, and I went from, man, making a decent amount to making a substantial more amount to be able to support my family. Um, then when the pandemic hit, uh, I was one of those people that were, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Excuse me. I was one of those people that got caught into the whole leave your job for a better opportunity because you were being treated like shit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I, and I, let me back it up and say, I wasn't one of the employees that was furloughed or just completely like sent to the wayside during the pandemic. You know, I was able to transition into a work from home role at the job that I had. You know, I was able to provide for my family. So we were okay through the pandemic. That was probably one of the biggest blessings through that. But it, I saw what happened to my employees, you know, and, and that's one of the hardest things about management is you, I, you almost, you move into a different tax bracket, <laughs> excuse mm-hmm. me, so to say, but also like you, you're, your thought process has to change. You know, it's, it doesn't help your job to be sympathetic sometimes to your employees' needs or, you know, or whether it's a physical illness, something with their family, a mental, you know, worn down from working a crap job, you know, and it was just a little less crappy for me, but still more crappy as well. Um, that, way, that was tough to you know, to see, to watch. And um, so I, I guess from there, I had to, had to get out. <laughs> Found another job, a better job. I work for home. I work for a company that works with kids. It helps empowers their creativity and their imagination and their growth um, as young people. Um, had another baby, bought a house. Mm-hmm. Dude, so um, I've been, I guess from that standpoint, I've been blessed but to kind of mirror what um, kind of got you back into doing podcasting um, and kind of how we connected, you know, and even in the first place was during the pandemic is whenever I started doing podcasting, um, you know, getting into my creative juices, if you will. Uh, it was the, the Black Lives Matter movement, the social unrest that was kind of going on during the country is really what lit my flame. I have two kids, three now, and if I couldn't be how I wanted to because of them, you know, I had to be able to be, you know, alive for my family. So um, the only way I could use my voice was through podcasting, you know, and that's how we started. And I really didn't want to plug our podcast this early on, but uh, from the heart for the heart um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well, too. But that's kind of what got me to where we are today to where we're sitting you know across from each other but it i that was i think man honestly if you look at it from 2019 to go from there to now is i kind of found that voice you know i kind of found that you know where we all have to have a purpose and or it was you know a really cool time for like about like a solid six to eight months there there was like this exact like people's movement actually in this country again that we haven't seen since like the 1930s 19 maybe 50s it was crazy um, that was just like you know do we need these corporations do we need to live like this like is there a new way we could like there was like we, we, we haven't seen like civil work movement like that since like like the new deal like era 
like so that was like a really cool like period in time that like gave like people like they're like no do we need to like we need to talk about this stuff and like and now we're right. in this like i feel like this renaissance of these like conversations of like how do we structure all this stuff especially with like these like giant now existential risks that we've been continuously faced with <laughs> and we were forced to yeah i think that was part of the best part there was literally nothing else going on because of the pandemic that we were kind of forced to have these conversations, create these um, socially distanced spaces, um, you know, to uh, to kind of open up. And I think a lot of us did, not just Black Lives Matter. You know, for those that are listening and don't know me, I am an African-American male. But, it, bro, it, it expanded into so many more things. You know, women's rights, um, LGBTQIA+, if I, I hope I'm... I'm, I'm making sure I'm covering everybody. Um, conversations as well too, man. Um, I, gosh, children and, and and their needs, you know, became so much more important, especially when school started again. So it just, man, it's it's been a, like you said, it's been a crazy period in in history to be able to sit there and, and be a part of and see how it unfolds. And I'm a historian too, by nature. So I'm curious in 20 or 30 years how this story will be told. I think that more so for me is what I'm interested in. No, it, it really is that meme right now of like how many historical events do we have to live through in one lifetime? That's kicked up since 20 or 2000. Like we, we're, we're living through like, you know, like that joke of like, this is the history books that we read about. So, Man, dude. Remember Y2K? Yeah. When we thought that was gonna be the the end all be all, I was <laughs> like I was like five when that happened too. So that oh, was like man. a very like formative like like yeah. memory thing like that. And like because that's one like the very few things I remember like pre nine eleven. So, yeah. Okay. Like like that yeah, like that too. entire like entire rationale like that was like the first like New Year's I remember. Like, it being like New Year's. I was nine getting ready to turn 10 that year and i was you know kind of freaked out just from half listening to the news and stuff like that you know as well too but i think if you talk about being four or five the first big event that one for me would have been watching the oj trial the oj simpson trial and and just i always was even as a kid saw the news watched the news you know, some of my earliest memories were seeing stuff on the news too, man. But I remember vividly seeing that trial every day and then watching the news and how people were on sides over that. But just something that you're you're in it and it's a historical event. It shapes society. Well, you know, um, it made a, it makes a great HBO special. You want the H- oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I think they did the FX one. Did you see that? When, yeah. When, uh, that one was that was great. You know, by the way, too. So, but yeah, anything. Well, that's how you yeah. know you become an adult when, like, that cha- early childhood formative thing oh, is now, like, goodness, this, like, dude. insane, like, movie special. So, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. You're like, oh, yeah. that was, like, I, that was a childhood event I lived through. Now is this, like, spectacle. Like, okay, cool. We're going back in and analyzing it in, in, like, a fiction way now. We've we become so distant. With themes from the time. And I always like it when they have the music, too, and the fashion. It really cut back into it. It's, it really brings it back. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely yeah. we are. And since 2019, we've had so many events that uh, are going to make for great HBO specials. 
Um, <laughs> here, yeah, now we have uh, soon. we have the the new uh, like the the Tiger King like actual like act like like TV show special. There's a TV show special. Yeah, it's like an acted show now. Based on the the Netflix documentary. Yeah, it's like wow. Joe versus Joe. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch the net. I didn't watch that one. That was, that was one of the most like thing. It's insane how like culture can just unite an entire country, though. Isn't it? Isn't it? The one I remember, the last big one like that I saw was. Remember the one I can't think of the name of it now, where this the, the family let the dude stay with them, and the guy kidnapped their daughter like twice. But the kidnapper was sleeping with the mom and the dad. What? Yeah, yeah, and. and Please, if you guys in the comments, let us... I cannot think of the name of it. I'm going to try to find it. But yeah, man, that was the last one I watched that like gripped a whole bunch of people. I have absolutely no idea. They kidnapped... They, they, I, like I think she... It was experience, though. It was... It was oh, yeah. It's one of those you can't... It's like Jerry Springer back in... Let's stick with the 90s. Or uh, Maury back when that was more than just the paternity test all the time. It was bad TV. It was terrible... It wasn't making you smarter or a better person. You know, like, you're not there even getting... There was a period of the early 2000s <laughs> and late 90s where that was Americana television. Oh, I, every after school, I watched them. Yeah. I'll admit it all the time. Like, yeah. that was... that that That's a foundational experience of a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Like, like American... Like, modern-day Americana. Oh, yeah. Ricky Lake, all those shows. Mm-hmm. All of them. It's crazy, isn't it? How that... They were they were pariahs. Those are like king grifters. It was amazing. Man. It I worked just, too. It was so yeah, entertaining. Oh yes, yeah, it did. Made them rich, shaped shaped not just not even just culture, but the way we view certain people. Yeah. Now you know almost it kind of it kind of created that as well too. That that whole if I'll use the you know like the the ratchet. This is what we say now. Yeah. I guess culture people. But man, those shows were entertaining. Or like that, there's like like, like a Cash Me Outside too. You know, like that was like that peak ratchet culture. Yep. yep. My favorite current one is like Goblin Mode. Like that one I, that's going around now. I haven't seen that one yet. No, that one's just like, it's like people like on TikTok that's like when they're like joking about being like just like a little goblin and stuff like that and like not having like any makeup on or just being like give me like shiny or like give me snacks and stuff like okay that. or like the okay oh is that not like the yoda like baby yoda i, I see mean, that one where they do like the give me snacks yeah kind of similar yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's same similar similar energies my favorite one is is uh we're talking about that pop up all the time is the crying jordan face I know it's not good to I mean you're using well, a moment an emotional you know moment because that was from his Hall of Fame speech is where the you know the picture came from but uh, that's I, I find it's funny when I see it pop up it's usually yeah. for sports related memes and things like that but that's I like that one that's one well that see. was it's amazing how Michael Jordan you know 20 years after his um Retirement can make this now documentary that did take that was another cultural pariah too, right? What was, the uh, um, last dance? The last dance, yeah. Oh, dude, that was a huge point of the that pandemic was like my too. Point of the pandemic. Oh my goodness, like dude, dance. that was awesome. 
Oh my god, that like Dude. that like that got us through like some of like the craziest time where all we watched was Korean baseball. Yes. Oh man. Oh, it's at amazing. 4 it makes me at happy four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's amazing for me to see how good baseball is doing internationally, though. That makes my heart happy. Yeah. I think I'm gonna watch a lot of. I'm gonna go try to catch a lot of little league games, and high school games this year until the until the professionals. Yeah, because right now uh, we just don't have baseball field. here. It's great. <laughs> Where do you? It's, it's crazy whenever we get into these situations, and it's they don't happen often. But if you think about it, in our lifetime, we've had a baseball strike, two lockouts now, three actually. We've had two basketball lockouts. We had an NFL lockout for a short time as well too. Hockey I died. Think, and they hockey, came back. Right. Hockey right. is dead. I, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. And it's just now. I mean, really, really, it's just now getting back onto the national scene. You know, I've seen more hockey games this year. There there seems like there's a new MLS team being added in some city every year. I know. We're trying to get our team to be here at the Phoenix Rising, dude. It's whatever the other one is. And we were one of the finalists for one of the last... I think St. Louis. I want to say St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, it's a new place. That's crazy, man. It's perfect timing. We have the World Cup. 2026 so oh it's gonna be great we want to make sure we show you know that we're about it here and then the olympics in 2028 yeah we'll see how that olympics goes everything is we'll see what countries actually participate in that should be the question yeah both of those events too yeah i know people try to act like those aren't political events but that's that's first second and third what the olympics are <laughs> now are political um well and no one watched the winter ones too which was wild i i've never been a winter olympics you know fan never it's just it's, i don't know if it's some of those cross-country skiing events though are some of like the most physically challenging events i can imagine though there's one I've seen where they cross country ski and then they have like a, a rifle, rifle on their back. Yeah. Yes, that's that's the one. I don't even know what that's called, but that one was crazy. And the men, whenever they get to their mark where they shoot, they have to actually get down in position and then it's get up crazy. and go ski. Like that's it. That's crazy. You like you ski for like hundreds of like like it feels I feel like twenty kilometers or like some some crazy something like, like something insane. I don't know if twenty if it's at work it's a lot more than that. I don't know what number the number is, but then you have to like shoot like marksmanship and then or if you, if you miss you have to take like punishment laps. Yep. It's fucking wild, dude. Like that and that amount of physical like testament and skill is like in like borderline crazy. That's, that's what, like that's, that's what makes like the Finnish army so scary, right? Is because that's their <laughs> troops. <laughs> Dead yeah. of Winter was a real thing. <laughs> that was not a joke. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. I do enjoy the the um, the Olympics, though. These are the best of the best athletes. It's, it's crazy what they can do. Summertime, I watch things that I wouldn't normally watch. I like the steeplechase because both humans and horses do it. I haven't. That's an interesting one. I haven't watched much of that. Is that the... What am I thinking? I'm probably thinking of equestrian, so never mind. Well, it's because it doesn't do horses too, right? Because so it's a, that's on the track, but you run around the track, but then you do one hurdle and you do a hurt one of those, you do two hurdles. One of them though goes into a pond, 
So you have to okay. jump into water and then you have to keep on running. So part of this like track event is running into and hurling into water water and keep going. It's fucking crazy. Is and it both, timed? Um, is that yeah, how it's, you yeah, it's okay. like it's like it's like a sprint essentially, right? But it's not. You have to do it around this thing. So it's like a kind of uh, like this continuous around the track course thing. I don't remember how many laps you do, whether it's you know one k, two k with it on the track though, right? Um, so for maybe like, you know, eight, 10 laps or something like that, and going into like this water and then just keep doing these like big ass hurdles. It's, and then horses do it too. So it's, a, there's a, there's, a, there's an equivalent in horses as well. So it's one of those things that's this random skill event that both humans and horses do. So for some, like, so for something like that, what do you do the, in the, in between four years for the Olympics then? Do they have like leagues? I for would, stuff like that, like I like I know you can randomly catch on TV on a Sunday, like track and field events, and it'll be like some USA series or something that they've ran in a whole bunch of cities. But I wonder for events like like what are you doing? What is going on in those in between years? You know, I can tell you for a long time, a lot of those people would work like manual labor jobs just to keep in their physical shape. Like I can tell you, some of the industries I've worked in before, like just had people who were random athletes in them because like. That's they needed a physical job to help keep them in weight. It wasn't for the money; it was just to keep help keep their body in shape. So, like, okay. that's where a lot of it was for a while. Actually, it was just legit. Like, that's where you know, or the, or there are people who would like play overseas NBA contracts, right? Uh, or or basketball, not NBA, but basketball contracts in like um, Europe or Asia. They then when yep. they're back here in the U.S., they'd work you know these different like physical jobs. Just because like it's a workout. It's not for the money. They're right. getting their money from overseas work. It's to when they're doing nothing here. They're just, you know, staying in shape, you know. That like makes routine. sense. That makes workout, sense. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That does make sense. Because you have to remember how big sports industries is. It's not right. just the ones who are actually making it in these, you know, um, professional leagues. It's all the people who never make it up there or are on some international or local or some regional scale, right. you know, um, or just are like coaches and for some teams here locally who work overseas as players and stuff like that, right? You know, you'll have someone who works for maybe some school staff or some like um, um, minor league team staff, but then still plays overseas internationally during the off season, right? Right, right. Women's players do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they make one more. The, that's one of the things. One of the Phoenix Suns is now um, stuck in Russia. Or Phoenix uh, Mercury. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. When the face of the yeah, league, man. she's just stuck in Russia now because of yeah. cartridges. That's crazy. That's she's been stuck since. She's been stuck for like a month. Yeah. Or, it's yeah. insane. That's gonna be an interesting story, to no, I mean, because she's like, in, yeah. it's such a dumb reason. And now, of course, everything that's going on, it's being to a different, going to a new, new place with it. And it's just like, well, okay. Yeah, that was retarded. Oh, wow. Well, because oh. like, hopefully the Suns are the, not the Suns, sorry, the Mercury, because they won, they were actually, both of them were in the championship last year. And they were probably right. both going to be in the championship this year. And this was both supposed to be the year where both of them were supposed to win the championship. Mercury Still think the Mercury could do it. We're one of the best franchises loaded. in the history of the WNBA. Diana Taurasi is my all-time favorite. She's doing Girl just insane. She's insane she's nuts. Still. She's nuts. Oh, and her and CP3 have a really good relationship too. Okay. I remember seeing a lot of those guys they were at the games mm-hmm. which was so cool to see you know from that public perception standpoint NBA players 
at the WNBA games, cheering them on. You know, that was I thought that was great to see for the for the women's league. You know, they need that. They've had a couple of bad publicity stories. Did, did you hear about the uh, the New York Liberty? They um, oh man, they were fined five hundred thousand dollars and actually were almost terminated from the league for chartering flights for their team. Oh yeah, that was I did hear about. It. That's dumb. That's yeah. so dumb. They deserve to have chartered flights if they can have the luxury to afford it. It's it's this they they the women in those leagues deserve so much more. Man, the, the NBA makes enough money to where they should just almost. It's not like it's the minor leagues, but an affiliation. I know they're affiliated. They are, but it needs to be a little bit more, you know, merged together. Than yeah, I think 100%. it really is. No, 100%. I really think and so. just you know what what well compensated. It shouldn't have to go to overseas to, you know, for the game that they love. No, they're and doing that's... just as skilled things as any of the dudes are doing. And exactly. Like, that's the thing, especially living here in Phoenix, right? I've seen Diana Taurasi over the years. is like having that experience being like my, like from teenagehood to like adulthood, like right. constant rock is just how good, like of a player she's been and like the historic things she's done for the league. And like just so ha- always having that there, I'm like they deserve so much more because I've like always been I've been lucky enough to like witness the equivalent of like the best player of all time of the NBA in the WNBA, um, like in current in current. So like I'm right. like do better. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And the and the league's getting better too. Slowly, you but know, not enough. It's you, no, 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 not fast enough. The, the college game still is definitely the more popular. You know, um, between the two of them, but I, I watch I watch a fair amount of women's hoops. And over the last couple of years, there's more and more skilled, um, marketable women's players. You know that that care that are starting to come into the WBA. So hopefully soon, it'd be nice that it could if it could have its own legs to stand on. And mm-hmm. I hope so. They, they deserve it. You know, it's a great sport. Yes, they do. There's so many. There was way too many times where. I will run into a WBA game on TV or something. Had no idea it was on, or it's a playoffs or something, and it doesn't seem like there's any fanfare for it. You know, or even the women's college basketball tournament has great coverage on ESPN. There's things that can be better, but as far as you're not going to miss a game or not know that the games are being played, you know, they're going to have five or six games for the conference championships on. You know, today. <laughs> There's this crazy to players. You know, I and 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 until no, well yeah, absolutely not. No. Nope. And most people don't watch until the postseason. I think you, with that many games and everything like that, they, and games are long. You know, for some people, I get some of the reasons why people don't like it necessarily, man. But baseball is it's at its best, man. It's talented. Yeah. There are some talented ball players all over the place. So, but we definitely ventured off on a tangent. Yeah, that's I feel like what, what our streams and consciousness are going to be, though. We're just going to, yeah, there's no nope. format to this right now. We're just like having a good conversation, so. But no, it's been to I guess to sum up what you did ask though, it has been crazy since 
you know, 2019. You know, as well. Something else that I think kind of motivated me. I I think I bet you motivated a lot of people too was when Kobe passed um, as well. You know, the girl dad thing, the the mama mentality. um, You know, interweaving some of that into parts of my life to just being a better person, a harder worker, a better father, a better son, whatever the case may be. I think that kicked some gears into focus for myself mm-hmm. on who I wanted to be and, you know, and how I wanted to to um, just go about life on a day-by-day basis. That one was big, for sure. No, um, well, you know, and especially for to see sure. that continue because, you know, with... Um, you know, Devin Booker, especially being, you know, you know, there's the continuation of not the continuation. He's not Kobe. No one don't want to say he's Kobe. He's not. They're two different people. But like the lineage, you know, that school kind of like that Bruce Lee mentality. Right. You know, yes. Um, that, you know, that, mm-hmm. to see that happening here in Phoenix, you know, is a very real thing within that, like that cultural inspiration. And I get that, um, you know, just seeing it, whether it's on social media in some way, shape or form or just these, you know, these talking points that we have. Um, you know, it's just, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's that reflective shift, right? You know, talking about those greater, goal, greater cultural, you know, kind of goals that these people are putting forth because, you know, as we've seen, like, these age demographic get older, seeing how they get back and actually, like, have their voice and use their voice. And I think that's something that it's, you see the older generation tell when when you see our athletes today get involved in certain things or speaking out or like you said using a voice in the older generation like it's telling them to kind of stick to sports because their athletes didn't do that nearly as much you know i i i, I almost it's i don't i don't even know where i'm going with this mm-hmm. I, I i like to see it you know nowadays it's a different generation of athlete you know just like that narrative about athletes going broke, you know, after they play, is dying because you're seeing guys while they're still playing, investing all the time. Whether it be in other sports teams and businesses, like Dwayne Wade owns a wine company. You know, he's involved in that. All the different things LeBron's done. Um, you have guys getting into cryptocurrency. It's there's there's it's. I, that narrative isn't nearly as strong as it used to be, but these these guys are building generational wealth and then turning around and, and and giving it back, whether it be to the next crop of athletes or be the community that was coming up, or or they do like what LeBron James did, make the I Promise School, and I'm sure that's going to grow. Other athletes are going to branch that off and do other things, you know, from that, and some probably already have. Um, you know, if you watch shows on, I think it's, I think this is on HBO, The Barbershop. Yeah, I, I know think that it. one. Have you seen that one? Um, you know, some of those conversations, or I'm sure if you've seen clips um, of it, what they talk about doing, you know, centered around their money and their wealth and their fame, um, but to influence others. You know, these conversations that they're having, this is like these athletes are, they're different now. They're, they're moving past just being vessels. Well, and you know, I think that's, you know, kind of because it's, I'm feeling the same things they're feeling, you know? I get that desire, and I think that's why we're here having this conversation is because, like, I and these all these other people, um, 
I get the like the value of like the education that I'm getting in the sense like that like the skill like the life skills I'm developing through it and I'm very proud of them and like the ability for me to like do things so like to see like them that people getting access to these things and actually like not just access but like tangible like going through the process and, and developing these all these things I think is a very similar feeling that I'm very grateful to have um and I think that's where we're seeing a lot of these people like see the value of like having their own individual media as we see like you know every different kind of angle of discourse happening um you know whether it be on social media like TikTok or you know um um, having their own individual podcast there's a podcast for everything right I mean we're just here recording our conversations even right so um i think that's you know it's a pretty right. cool thing that like there's this era of like self-expression and empowerment that are coming from that and i think that's why we're seeing a lot of the cultural questions being able to commu- communicated on a large scale is because you know there's these abilities here for all these people to have this digital access to be able to actually speak their opinion and have those conversations and have this discord which is very similar to like you know if we want to talk about like different like periods of change and like that's what made like for instance like the russian revolution of 1918 like so crazy is because that's what like all the dumas and all these like social halls were for we're having these exact same conversations and everything like that so it's like that's i think one of the, the like the, these cool like cultural aspects or cool and very scary um cultural aspects that we're having right here right is being able to have these places where we can have these like discourse with these followings and these like group conscious like decisions being made on like a cultural level um for like these policy changes and like um institutional discord too so it's um and you see that with like what's going on with like the ukraine you see that what's going on with how we could handle covid19 the existential questions we dealt with with QAnon and um uh storming the capital um uh, with workers rights and like the inflation and like how affordability and the, the rate of um, uh, the payment of labor, how much it's valued, how, how, how critical it is actually, um, you know, so you're seeing all these like, like deep institutional, like, uh, uh, forces like being questioned on TikTok, Snapchat, um, uh, podcasts, you know, every uh, YouTube channels, um, Twitch streams, you know, um, um, Pornhub categories, like that's not a joke, right? You know, seriously. Right. Um, and no, you right. Know, so you're, you're having this very like um, both like outside influence as we know to be in the case now. We there's confirmed which we don't need to get into right now, but like that's a proof thing. Um, we've seen these they, how it's been manipulated internally, which we know is now a proof thing, and monitored internally, which is a proof thing. But we also see like this legitimate like having these conversations and seeing these changes in like um, workforce changes and like people talking like in, in workplaces with their friends and social media and like these actual like um, um, like tactical like um, things like that was like you said very similar to the Russian Revolution of 1918. You can even equate it back to like when it was the Protestant Civil War. Um, to like you know the word like this just immense cultural questions is what happening and we're just like cool this is another thing that's happening during this time period right and it's uh, making people rich on TikTok. That's why I was just thinking in my head. Yep, just that whole yeah game, you know of, of, of fame, you know and things like that. People have there's Grammy award winning musicians who don't have as many you know, followers or, or known, you know, people who know they are as somebody on TikTok mm-hmm. as a 13 or 14 year old kid. You know, there's a girl I, I follow on TikTok. She does um, Tourette's awareness. 
She's fourteen, fifteen year old girl. She, you know, she just does random videos of her life where she doesn't hide her tics, you know, or something like that. You know, great, great videos, great stories. You know, some of you know, kind of feel bad for laughing at them, but she doesn't. She she knows people laugh. She finds them funny too with some of the things she does. But um, yeah, no, she has over a million followers. You know, on a social media platform. So that's and that's changing. Um, who who the influencers are, you know, who are the people that are creating the you know the next set of change. It's almost like that catch me outside girl, what you were talking about when you brought mm-hmm. her up. No, that's no joke. That they become like this like intense like uh, that's like part of that conversation too. But it and it also gives it also gives everybody. I don't know how am I trying to put this. This is the closest thing to everyone having an equal voice or an equal say in everything. Now, you can get on Twitter and communicate with Fortune 500 companies, and they will communicate back, or or not necessarily communicate back, but what you'll say they'll see, and it may lead to some change or something like that. Because if they see it. 50,000 people, 100,000 people, a million people can see it just as quickly and it can influence change. We, I, it, it, it equals the playing field now. Well, it just allows for that communication. It's, it's insane. That's like the whole value of like these free, enter- oh, not free enterprise, but free expression systems, like being able to adapt and like, you know, these, right. and that is the inherent cultural conversation and value of like, you know, these like systems of media of connectivity. Like that is that conversation. Like this is what the positive of that is for: is to be able to have that space. Now it's come with a lot of costs and consequences, as we know, but we're not going to get into it now because that's a whole other conversation piece too. But um, like that's that that is the inherent positive argument to that experience. I like it. I think it's fun. Too. It gets it so that reality can be dumb and fun. I also think that it can be as well too because we also have access to so much information you really should not be out of the loop on anything am i am i saying that right you know we have access to the truth we have access to fact now you know reality so you shouldn't be reality can be done you can be laid back you can you know you could be, be your own main you could be your own like things. main character in your story yeah. at that point then yeah, and it's like a choose your you own creation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can at this point because yeah. you have access yeah, to everything. So, so speaking of choose your own creation, you. what do you want this to be then? Like these ongoing conversations. You know, we've been talking just and rambling now for about <laughs> 40, 42 <coughs> minutes now or something like that. Oh, so, man. Like, what do you what, what do you want this dumb experience to be? In uh, like the best way possible, this descent into limitation. This one. Oh man, what's the what's what's the synonym for to redescent? I guess <laughs> I don't know. That's almost what just it is. walking right back into the cave. Oh man, you may have to. Yeah, like... that's, that's yep. That's almost what it is. Okay, you know, back. just being like you know, like walking like dopey back. walking back down into the mines and the seven um, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Been like, 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> getting on the uh, getting on the Just road coaster. Yeah. That's exactly what that no, that's is. That's gonna man. be a good. Uh, that'll be cool. Going up for that big drop. Well, I'm really happy to have you here. It's just good to have someone to have a space that I can go and have the space with. Like I said, that's what I really wanted. Um, and I think the thing that I've been looking forward to be able to return to this and really fulfill something like that. If I've, as, so one of the things that like I've been like trying to address and figure out in my life and like is how I to fulfill those needs to be able to like be who I am and like need to be me. And being able to have this, uh, a space like this to go and have it with and co-create with and have the just dumb conversations where we can just take it into these weird thought experiments like that right and this um nonsensical analysis right to really try to figure out and like be this processing space um is something that i'm really excited and really happy to be here for um and really grateful to um, have you here with me i'm very 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 grateful for that um because i, th I really value just our continuous discourse on whenever you know all the random topics we've covered um in between us whether it's been um, joking and trivia um games that we play on a regular basis or um the random sports that we've just been like hey there's someone i can actually talk to about this random sports things i like going on right now um to like this really <laughs> weird like kind of like life questioning stuff that's going on in like our society so i'm really ha i really you know because i've always wondered when or, or if i bring back the descent and I figured that I'd only bring that back in when I could have the one, the skills and ability to make it work in my life. Um, and I finally feel like I'm in a place that I can, I don't know how, how often that means we're going to record. I don't know how often any of that means, but it means that I have the ability to actually make it happen. And, um, but someone I can make it happen with, because that is something that I realized when I was doing it the first time when I transitioned from just doing my random um, kind of like self diary analysis and trying to like my processing space on that to really realizing that you know when I'm asking these questions I need to be talking with other people about it and um, you're someone that I've come to rely on in trying to figure out what these some of these things mean to me um, um, and to what my, what like that foundational experience is for me and how I understand it and um, um, how I um, you know both challenge and then challenge your opinion on things too you know and really have this back and forth dialogue to really um um figure out what's going on and like what to do and like what to try and do about it make actual tangible changes um and impacts and i think that's the biggest thing for me is you know to, is taking these steps and these skills and this ability and being able to make those things a reality and like what what does that look like what does those what it is what is the results of those thought experiments and are those things that we want to actually see happen or how, how can we actually do it? I, I think that's really, really helped me through some, you know, for I think everyone, some really crazy three years. Man, bro, I, I, I love what you said. <laughs> um, really, you know, you, it's first time, you know, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me, you know, here as well too. Um, as I said before, honored and humble um that's that's the 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 pedestal you know that i'm viewed in and i it's likewise you know right back um you know your girlfriend she said we would connect from one of the first few times that i met her you know she was saying it before we even got a chance to communicate um with each other and um but i it's 
for me, I guess with this, it's it's an opportunity for me to um, not to be free, you know, to not, you know, to, to descend, you know, is <laughs> almost what it is and not be tied to some labels um, that are not have to uh, like with my other podcasts, it's a certain topics that we have to hit on and those topics are sometimes make you draw from a negative pool or, you know, there's a negative energy or a negative part of it you have to look at it from. So being here, it's, it's a free space. It's a, it's a, I can open my mind. I can open my heart. You know, I can open my, you know, my energies up and like you kind of say, kind of figure out life you know almost what it is even if we can't answer the bigger question maybe we can answer our questions to help ourselves day to day you know maybe from this this can help us be better um, significant others you know better co-workers or you know just better you know species like you know what do you call those Uh, homo sapiens that's what we are better homo sapiens as we're walking this planet I'm, I'm glad to be here. I've listened to your past episodes as well, too. And it's I love the conversation because it's 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 every conversation. You know, there's not a right and wrong in it, you know, necessarily coming in. Um, there's not a my way versus your way or anything like that. It's just two different minds trying to figure out what the F is going on. And I'm glad. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what comes from this. I can see half our episodes being like this, where we just jump off on a tangent, lead to another tangent, which leads into another tangent, <laughs> which may be okay, man. But there's a lot that I want to learn about. There's a lot <laughs> I want to, you know, find out about myself, you know, as well too, man. And and I no, think, I, you I think do that's that. what I'm really excited about is to have these that, and that just not be alone, right? You know. Yeah, and, you know, right. And like, I think that's the reality of it. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think it gets any more human than that, right? Um, and I think that's Absolutely. really exciting. Um, you know, that's a, that's a really cool experience. Um, I mean, it's it, 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 that's a, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that I think one everyone wants, right? Is to be able to have that you know buddy that you can just talk to. And I think that so we're going to get into some dumb places with it. I think that we're going to be able to have some fun with it. And then, you know, I think that it's going to be a nice release, if anything else, right? Um, oh yeah. I mean, speaking of dumb conversations, that you thinking about you saying that about humans needing companionship just made me think about something. You ever seen the show Sister Wives? Or heard of that? Or Seeking a Sister Wife? Is it like a TLC special? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what made me think about that. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, yeah, I do know humans want, you know, companionship. But I no, that's what I was going to ask you about that. Um, kind of tie into that is what do you think about that idea of human companionship maybe we can talk about this when we get off you know but that need for people to be able to bond like that was that something that do you think led to why we came together that that the need for both of our minds yeah is that I what connected do. us are, are we I both do. seeking the um, same I thing i think that you know that's naturally what uh i think that we're all kind of looking for in our social circles whether it's within our close-knit community 
or if it's, you know, through um, electronic communications, like, you know, we're on a Zoom meeting right now, right? As we've had to move into like the social distance stages you were talking about. Um, and I think that different relationships you have with people, whether it's in a platonic, like professional, like business, like way, or if it's in an intimate friendship that's platonic or not, or intimate, um, I think that you can have these different experiences and these fulfill these different needs um, in different in that are important for like the human experience. You know, that's like why you have your best friend. That's why you, you know that's not a joke. You have um, an imaginary friend, like when you're a kid, to fulfill like some of those needs um, when you don't have them yet. And then you you know you get to a point where you have to have these needs in life. I think that's being part of being a well-rounded human. And I think it goes back to um, you know. Every, 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 everyone has like this, like it's these, these group of friends, right? Um, even the old hermit and like still knows like the one like village keeper that like to help them get their groceries and stuff like that or have this interaction in market trade, right? Um, and you know, not, not now so many people are being able to do it online, but even through all the noise, because there is a lot of noise um and making these connections takes a lot of effort and it's not easy because so many people are being able to connect with people so it's really hard to you know through the years they get that you know um that you interact and make all these connections and just being part of like the world in modern day because you make connections on a non-stop basis you continuously make connections nowadays whether you you want to or not um um, whether it's just buying your groceries or if it's on dating sites or if it's at work or when you just continuously make new and 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 new connections um, in the world that you interact with. And but in all those connections, very few of them actually um, become these um, serious um, engagements where you actually find your interpersonal needs being met, whether in whatever way that is. Um, so I think that that it, it's just very fortunate and very timely and it takes a lot of effort and takes a lot of time to get to those places where you can have these people where you can make those connections with and have those conversations with because they aren't, you know, part of the everyday experience while you still talk about these stuff every day, but have but having a space where you can co-create it with is not, um, you know, just as typical, you know, um, it's you have to make it you yeah have, you have to make it into have to your manifest routine. it it's a conscious it's a conscious choice right and that takes you know that right. takes a lot of um availability takes a lot of skill and takes a lot of time to get to those places yeah thank goodness for the pandemic because it put <laughs> it put me in a position to, to you know to work yeah i mean i ended up not going to the peace score i ended up having to change my entire professional skill i had to change where i lived i ended up going back to school um i've had to go through major career development major academic development um my life plans continuously can change i've adapted a lot internally the past three years so it's going to be very interesting to see um, how this continuing narrative I have from back then you know just continues to develop and because um, I, I can I can tell you like how different concepts have changed have I, as I've you know continued to experience different things and how you know luckily been able to have these mindful experiences and you know we've been able to have this now continuous in conversation now essentially for you know, um, I don't know, I think it's been a year or two we've been talking to you now, um, in some form or another on the Discord, yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Just cool to make that real. Oh, yeah, the new normal. It is. It is. To, yeah, to finally 
put a stamp on it. Now, I guess for everybody else, just hang on. Well, I'm just, I'm just selfishly happy that I get it and like have those needs met. So that, that's what this says self validation for, basically. <laughs> I'll raise whatever flag to that, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, you gotta stay hydrated, especially when living out here in the desert. Yes. Get plenty of water out here, that's for sure. Is it clean or not? Let remains to be seen. Who's to judge? That's right. the greatest challenge of life. Like, hey, is my water clean? <laughs> we'll find out. That's why I get special, as you can see, the light behind me. That's why I get special filter water for her. Oh, no, we, yeah, we had to definitely had to make that same move. It's crazy once you. We're not gonna get into this, into this, but like the water you're drinking, and once you really find out what's going into that, when we're talking pH, acidity, and things like that, dude, it's, there's it's reasons scary. why there's special alkaline. There's different you know? compounds. <laughs> yeah. Like how you interact with water is a very important yep. thing, actually. So, um, yeah, that's that, yep. that. That's an interesting observation, to say the least. Um, uh, there's there's. You know, in, in, when you start gardening or start caring for a terrarium or an animal, where like the water, like that that interaction, that water cycle really matters, um, you you start learning a thing or two, and you're just like, huh? So this is how this sure. interacts with this. This is how, and then you're like, oh, this is, and then like you start seeing those observations, and you like learn that about your own water sources. And you're like, oh, okay, so this is what this means. Um, it's a it's a different it's it's definitely an important conversation that like I think actually a lot more people are having now and we've seen actually a lot of outcry over it in some circumstances but I think that then that's definitely one of those conversation points right. we've talked about that been a flashpoint that really started questioning the system of how we get it like this is like my water this is a very like actually like sacred thing so we should have that conversation and that interaction because it's right. an important one to have definitely absolutely and uh, yeah huh i think the first person that that got me thinking about it was somebody that needed it for like growing certain things that yeah. needed water <laughs> as their main life source and you had to keep an eye okay, on the so acidity level phoenix and, arizona yeah. <laughs> where do you think we get most of our okay. water from I would assume some sort of man, uh, either well, a dam, like like on a geological level. You know, like what river system do you think we get it from? Arizona. No, the that, Rio that Texas. No, it's like the Pacific so most people Ocean? would assume it's the Colorado River because that's what makes up our border, right? But here, in, okay. but almost all of the water, right. we basically Arizona has this like crazy water treaty where we actually get like all of, all of our water supports our farmland basically. So like that's all taken care of. So basically, Phoenix now gets all of its water from this river, it's actually called the Salt River. So we have like an independent water system here just for Phoenix. So it's actually a, Phoenix, Arizona's water like policy and regulation is actually like this like fascinating network about how like Arizona, Phoenix, like the the metropolitan system is actually fed by its own independent source. It's, um, this it's is its a own like natural river system, water and, like source? aquifer system. 
um, there's a few dams that are, that are along it for sure and there's there's actually a lake called tempe town lake that's in the middle of tempe but it's this all river that that's what makes it up and that's where like almost all of its water for its canal systems and everything comes for actually the phoenix area so it's like not dependent on this like the the actual the entire rest of the state is supported by the um by the big the big mighty colorado i'm looking at this mm-hmm. now the salt river project okay that's actually wow. where the water comes from And there's some fun mountains to hike up now near there too. So yeah, and this is. Safe. I mean, they, they, there's water, there's water treatment facilities and everything along. That's the process to like actually make it like to like the city, but like that's what the water difference actually. Yeah, wow. like that's like a huge conversation point. That makes me wonder where uh, how it's all different cities. Dude. Like, cause this is like, I'm just aware of it because this is my like local one, right? Because like, and especially because like, I think living in a desert, like makes you like have to be more aware of this. And like, especially because like, you know, I'm interested in policy, right? You know, sure. uh, that's what I'm going to school for is I'm graduating for a degree, a master's degree in public policy, right? An MPP. So like, that's why I'm like, when you're talking about like water and its importance, like I'm actually very like interested in that. And that's something I've um, um, put a lot of research into. Like it's pretty interesting, like how, how how like the water sourcing and the efforts go here for Phoenix. But like you get like so much more water than us. Yeah, I'm sure. This is I see. Mm-hmm. This is electricity too. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, you learned something new. I had no idea. You should always know where your water no source is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know where ours is. <laughs> I definitely know where ours is. And that's why we had to do alternative methods as well to uh, get a water softener in and stuff like that as well, man. When we first moved, you would turn the water Oh, nothing like hard water. Hard you gray know, water. For a couple of seconds. Yeah, dude. Oh, my goodness, man. The best. Did it smell uh, too? That's not fun. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a fun I don't time. even remember. Nope. But it's it's nice and clear yeah. now. It's nice and clear now. But it's not. It is not something. Well, it's just it's crazy. The when we talk about problems, you know, when we talk about things that are going to ruin society or that we fight over from a public policy standpoint, and we don't even have you know clean water in certain places. Or, safe water over a long period of time no places. yeah that's that's not that's not a joke you know so we'll figure it out though right <laughs> yeah 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 we'll get there <laughs> yeah it's just you know, it's we'll one of the ongoing challenges that we have to face on a regular day i hope to help to you know that's one of the things i hope to make an impact on though so man dude it's awesome be having a purpose bigger than yourself uh-huh. that would be that would be amazing I mean, water's just important, like though, right? It's huge. I mean, it's it's what is I don't know the exact number, so I'm not going to act like I'm a scientist, but it's over like 60, 70 percent of our yeah. Body no, we're, we're just basically right? water suits. Yeah, yep, it's important. It's a life source, kids. Drink it up. We are 45 to 75 percent water. 
50 to 65 percent is the typical that's a lot of water okay. yeah okay well yeah that's insane to be so how much do you think we so i guess man, if we're 50 or 60 percent water and then you're losing that daily we're just water that. suits, dude. It's yeah. fine. We're just water meat suit skeletons. It's cool. Just well, I think being a meat suit skeleton is more than enough a good place to log off for today. So it was good talking time, man. We can go ahead and stop recording <laughs> now. So.